Hello, today we have a very handsome boy in the studio. I know, right? I feel so insecure, man. I know, the minute he walked in, all the I'm girls like, were like, huh? Shit, like oppa, Yeah. Alright, alright. Suspense a bit. So today's guest was introduced to me by my wife, obviously. Why she just go on Instagram looking for young handsome boys, is it? Well, it's part of our job. (laughs) (laughs) So I was going to take that clip and put it so out of context. It's part of our job to do that. So, you know, we have that free pass to kind of check people out. So she it's okay. She checks boys. I I check out girls. Yeah, it's a fair deal. Uh, but I think uh, the first time she kind of introduced me to to this guy, and she's like, "Oh, look at him! He's so romantic. He cooks and he kind of um, cooks meals or bakes for his girlfriend." And the next question is like, "How come you don't do this for me?" I was like, "Oh, this <laughs> fella, who is this guy?" And I saw and I saw and I, when, I, when she sent me the link, I looked at it. It's like, "Damn it, this guy is so handsome. Yeah, <laughs> can <laughs> cook, can clean. Yeah, look." <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, but, but he's blown up though to be like uh, a huge uh, creator on the social media space. Ladies and gentlemen, we have on the show today, Mr. William Singh. Hello. Hi, everyone. I am William. I'm a content creator on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. Why do you spoil the market for all the boys out there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't... Um, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I get that in the comments a lot. But yeah. I'm like, how do I respond to that? I, yeah, I it's, it's like... During MCO, I tried so hard to cook and then Michelle said to me, oh, you see, he's baking a cake. Can you bake a cake? I was like, no. <laughs> it's like, you know, why would you risk me giving you food poisoning? I just grab instead. <laughs> yeah. But congratulations, man. I mean, like, uh, you, you've... I met you once at Park Sojun's... Uh, the first time I met you was at Park Sojun's uh, meet and greet yeah, in yeah. Sunway Pyramid. And then it's where Michelle kind of, like, gave me... They told me, like, all about you. And I was looking at your content and... and, and a few months later, you just exploded in the world wide web. You're, you're reaching like what? Um, one um, million hit already? Not yet. Almost. Almost, almost right? Almost, you're yeah. super close. I remember last I saw you like really close to one million already. Getting there. Getting on there. On Instagram. I hope. I hope. Yeah. I, yeah. I think by the end of the year, la, definitely. Yeah, but, but like, okay. How did it start for you? Did you ever aspire to be like a content creator to kind of reach like such a big audience like that? Or you are just testing things out? I think for me, it was. um. I didn't want to create content. I hated the camera. What? No, I literally <laughs> no. hated the camera. I didn't want to do anything that has to do with camera back in high school. Okay. Yeah, so my high school was a weird place where I didn't have phones or anything. I didn't watch YouTube. I didn't watch any creators in Malaysia. Which so. prison did you go to? I'm just it, kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, it was actually a prison in school. What? No, no joke. Yeah, it was a prison for mental ill people. No, wait, no. Wait, wait, wait what's, what school yes. did you go? What kind of school did you go to? Um... When I explain to people, they're like, dude, you're like in the Shaolin Temple in the middle of California. So I was in U.S. I uh-huh. was in, when I was 12 years old, I got sent to U.S. by my dad. Okay. He was like, yo, you want to go to U.S., go to California, have like, you know, study? I was like, oh, high school musical, that's fun. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, okay, let's go. And then when I went there, it was like, there are monks everywhere. Huh? huh? Yeah, peacocks. Huh? Even peacocks. And then the boys and girls were separated. Wait, what you went? Do you went to LA? Or you went to I like went to a small town called Ukiah. It's three hours Ukiah. above San Francisco. 
Oh, oh, that's like re- re- pretty far up north in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was there, I was like, okay, so this is the reality. I gotta accept it since he sent me here. Okay. All right. And um, boys and girls separated, vegetarian, no okay. phones, no wallets. I am literally stuck there. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, you're not joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. This is literally like a, like a Shaolin school. Is it yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's like a retreat, right? I right. can tell you, it's located in a place called City of 10,000 Buddhas. That's the name of the city. That's the name of the city. City of 10,000 Buddhists, and my California. S- my, my school is called Instilling Goodness and Developing Virtue Boys School. This is, wow. what you, this is what you see in the establishing shot of a movie, you know. Right. Like it's the backstory like of Bruce Wayne. The, the hero who has to climb the mountain <laughs> to go for his training. It's, a, oh, you it's like Kung yeah. Fu Panda. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, you're Paul, bro. But a lot better looking than Paul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why yeah, did you... Oh, so how long were you there for? I was there for around six years. Why, why wow. did your parents when send you there, though? When I was young, because we're Buddhists. Ah. Our family is like, we're Buddhists. And there's this monastery next to KLCC, like just two blocks next to KLCC. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we go there and the master there is the master of that school. Oh. oh. And so I used to go there for kindergarten when I was young, four to six. Then I go there for Sunday school. I see. And then when I was 12, my dad was like, you want to go to that school? He went there to do the survey himself and he was like, it's pretty good. I see the people there. Okay, William, you want to go? I was like, okay. Wow. And then, yeah. Wow. Interesting. I, I find it so interesting that they chose a Buddhist school in in America and not in like I don't know like in, in yeah. Thailand or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. like or in Japan in India or, or, or something or in, I mean India is mostly Aha, Hindu, fun like, fact Bud- you know Buddhism, not so, not as Buddhism many, has right? Sunday school too I used to go to Sunday school for uh, in Klang huh. yeah uh-huh. but only because they serve really good Hokkien Mee for free <laughs> 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 yeah and then we had to like kind of like chant the I can't remember what it's called but we had to sit in the hall to chant the the yeah, to chant lah, basically the to pray. Uh, yeah, uh, every Sunday school, and after that, uh, pretty interesting. You know, it's just like they, they they group you up with friends. Your your social life is there. Growing up, to be honest, I learned yeah. a lot of things there apart from food. But it was just for a very brief moment until well, I moved to Subang. One thing I realized about all these like like place of religion, right? They they are very very generous with food. Like oh yeah, really like they really just cook food. If you need food, you can go there. And yes, eat, yes. Like, yeah. And I think the I temple think I went to the one, was... The one he was talking about, the one in KL. Exactly. Very famous for serving the vegetarian food. Yes, yes. Ah. Yeah. Exactly. My friend who used to work in KL, say sometimes he don't know what to eat. You just he just go there yeah. and get, get some vegetarian yep. food. Yeah. For, for absolutely free. For absolutely yeah. free. I mean, sometimes... Yeah, yeah, I know. The, the, the one I went to, so they, they, they practice compassion. Yeah. Empathy, so anyone can walk in as long as you're not like you yeah. need it. You're there. It's there. Like, yeah. have you seen those videos in India? Those huge like like temples, and then they just serve they, the food. To yeah, people. and yeah. they serve like thousands a day. You know, their kitchens are huge. Interesting. Crazy. So, what do they teach you in the school of ten thousand Buddhas? Uh, we gotta <laughs> recite, obviously. Okay, yeah. Recite. That's we, a given. Yes. Yeah, that's a given. Obviously. Did um, they teach you physics, chemistry? They did. So everything was the same as like the outside, you know, the normal Regular high school, school. in yeah. America. Everything's the same except we start our day with 40 minutes of meditation. Okay. Wow. And then before we eat, we recite for around 30 to 35 minutes. Okay. And after we eat, we recite for another five minutes to end the meal like that. Yeah. And then um, after we end the school, we got Dragon Dance and Lion Dance. Oh, mm, cool. Because um, um, we got a bunch of Malaysians there. And one of the Malaysian monks teaches us dragon dance and lion dance and we come back every summer break to learn and then we go back and teach the people there mm, okay that's so interesting yeah. but this is not like a school to train to be a buddhist monk right no it's not it's not like a yeah it's not like those kind of school it's just a school with a heavy emphasis on yes 
all because the Buddhist it's all culture. in because it's all in that place called City of Ten Thousand Buddhas. There are a lot of different people there. There's like white people. Sorry, uh, City of Ten Thousand Buddhas. I said City of Ten Thousand Buddhas. Sorry, oh, sorry, no, no, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> it, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's Ten Thousand Buddhas. Oh, okay, okay, sorry, Buddha. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, Buddha. Right, right, right. Little Buddha comes go me. No, no, no. Yeah, you're exactly right. My brother-in-law, we call him Little Buddha. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it's because he shares the same birthday as as Buddha or something like that. Yeah, yeah, which is Westside there, right? Is it? We're stuck there? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I, I did so. not know that. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Ha-ha. Yeah, I'm you learned new things. So, why did your parents uh, send you all the way there? Were they kind of like not happy with the regular curriculum in Malaysia? Or they wanted you? They wanted to instill some Buddhism values in you? And yeah. the only way to do so is to kind of send you there? I think I think the main reason is um they wanted me to learn English when I was, in, when I was young. Oh. But um, I went to like a Chinese school. I went to Quinton mm-hmm. for oh, one okay. year and then Yoknam for three years. Then they're like, we want you to learn English. So they transferred me to a Christian homeschool, actually, Oh, with my cousins. And at that place, they thought I could learn English, but I spoke Cantonese with my teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so I guess in the end, they sent me there. They He went there and he was like, oh, the, the students there, you know, they could speak Chinese and English. That's pretty cool. Let me send my kids there. Yeah. Oh, so I was it's very traditional. I uh, it's f- it's very like in the movies, dude. Yeah, like this is like so like in the movies. It's like, why did you get here? Because my parents, the Koreans, the parents will save as much as they can to provide the best for their kids, and they'll send it to America so they can learn English. China also go there, learn go to America so they can mm. learn English because English is the Amer is the world standard. Yeah, but not anymore, I think. But yeah. But oh, that's that's very interesting. So we were there for six years until like what? Standard six, year six, was it? So I was there when I was twelve. Then I would come back every winter break and summer break, and then I would repeat this process for around six years until I graduated high school when I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Then you came back here. Then I came back here. I went to Xiamen University, which is like a fully, you know, it's like a China university. Yeah, it's but, but it's all in English though. Okay. All in English, yeah. It's the one near Sepang. Sepang, yeah. Sepang, that one. Oh, University. Remember Suhui? Yeah, 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 yeah. Suhui was one of our interns who came in. Oh, okay, okay. And she's a, I think she's a journalist. I heard you know Benson. He knows Benson. Yeah, know Benson. Ah, he's only from from uni Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. So, so, so they both do journalism, actually, right? They studied journalism and they came here. Okay, so you were there, and then you graduated. How old? Wait, how old are you again? Uh-huh. Oh wait, I know, I know, cause you your birthday. Happy birthday, by thank the way. You, it's you. your birthday. Hey, applause, applause, applause. No. Happy birthday to you. Okay, all right, we'll spare you the awkwardness. <laughs> he, no, he just turned. He j- it was just his birthday like a couple of days ago. So I was like, okay, cool. And I saw all the posts. Girlfriend's very sweet, by the way. And then suddenly he put there blah blah blah. blah you know, right wrong. That was really really awesome, sweet. Uh, my twenty third. Oh, twenty third. Yeah, <laughs> you're twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he was able to translate my 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 voice oh, through that typing. I'm pretty sure everybody here will probably see it and just be like, "What? He's 23? <laughs> Only? Oh man!" So uh, do you? Th- okay, my next question. I want. I always wanted to ask the next question, but I can't possibly ask that on your Instagram page. How do you feel where you are uh, and what you've accomplished so far at the age of 23? I'm grateful. That's the first thing. That's what I feel every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for sure. I'm glad that I have a lot of people who are watching, and my life did change after I started creating content. Mm-hmm. And I do think I do really appreciate a lot of my followers who come back and watch it every day. Literally, like I come back and I see them. I see their account. They come back and comment. They watch. They like. 
and they do they've been doing this for a year or almost two years ever since they first saw my account right so i'm grateful to just know that there are people out there who are watching and so, yeah. so, so okay that's that's amazing and and okay you you came back f- you you studied in, in in uni what did you study in uni i study advertising oh advertising but it's all it's mainly theory okay and yeah. we stopped halfway because of covid oh so, um, there were a lot of things that i could have learned a lot when okay. i was in school but because of covid like it was the first time i believe it was very difficult for a lot of pe- mm. a lot of teachers too they didn't know how to teach in covid yeah so we were the first you know like it happened and then we're like what do we do now okay and that's when i started learning videography how mm. to use a camera on youtube huh? i learned from peter mckinnon no, peter, mckinnon. Peter, peter mckinnon peter <laughs> mckinnon what's up everybody yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i used to learn it. i used to learn from zach king but uh, but the thing was he wasn't a he wasn't a uh he wasn't tech, a tech videographer yeah, he yeah. was an editor Edit- i learned yeah. all my editing from Zach king mm. but the thing is he 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 was not called Zach king back then oh, he was called final cut king really yeah. was that his really? title yes. before i changed to Zach king yeah oh. final cut pro, uh, 7 right uh. pro 7 I basically learned all of my editings from, from him. him. He called oh. himself Final Cut King. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Zach here. Today, I'm going to teach you how to edit your timeline on Final oh, Cut. Oh, that's even before really? I started yeah. watching uh, wow. on YouTube. Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, uh, so I owe all of my knowledge of editing from him. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> after that, a couple of years later, uh, you see him as Zach King doing all these magic yeah, uh, yeah. visual effects. And I'm like... Especially when Vine. When Vine... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Super huge doing Vine. And I was like, is this the same Zach King guy? Final <laughs> Cut King? And I look, 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 look. Oh my God, it is him. Just wow. that during the Final Cut King stage, it was... You couldn't see his face. Oh, oh, it was just oh. the screen yeah. and his voiceover. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I was like, oh, cool. He broke out of his shell to come out and create content. Wow. And, and, and he's now... Dude, he's... Huge. He's inspired millions. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wait, then during COVID, that's when you started to. This when you transition into like, all right, you started learning how to use cameras and stuff. But, be, but um, before before you get there though, like you studied advertising. What was your main goal after graduating? Like, what would you want to venture your toes into? So, um, before I graduated high school, I always thought marketing was really important. Uh huh. Mm. Yes. However, when I entered the university i saw the course international business i was like oh there's marketing in here that's pretty good yep so i studied that first but after one semester i was like i'm not learning anything about marketing <laughs> like what am i doing here so I, only then i discovered that there was a new course yep because i applied like a year before i entered so i saw that there was a new course called advertising right and the first semester there was a, a class called marketing oh and so i was like okay i'm a, I'm a transfer but i'm uh i had to lose my scholarship Oh, I had like a fifty percent, but I was like, you know what, Dad? Um, I want a transfer course. I don't want to study something that I don't like for three years. And mm. he was like, Okay, then. Okay, oh. so I transferred the course, lost a scholarship, but um, at that time I still hated the camera. Okay, yeah. All until then, and then I met my girlfriend. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, my girlfriend had like this long experience in high school where she started using camera, filming yeah. like music videos for her like graduation song okay and hers was really famous so when she came to the university a lot of people were looking for her oh and when i saw her i was like oh okay nice to meet you and all that and then i was like why is she so busy okay turns out that i realized that oh she was really good in that i was like in order to get into that circle in order to get to know her better i need to learn and so i was like and that's, your ta- is that, that's your tagline <laughs> i can learn <laughs> yeah it, it, literally that's his tagline i can learn <laughs> And, and, and when I looked at everything, I was like, oh, wow, he did it because of his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I started. Okay. Yeah, that's how I started. And I started learning. It was, it was just like presets, editing, t- 
take pictures because yep. taking pictures for girlfriend it's a huge plus point. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, how do you, how do you do that? How do you find the angles and all that? And then it was only until COVID where we had an assignment, and then the teacher was like, we want you to make an ad, but I can't teach you. Okay, you're not here. I can't teach you the cameras. But that time I bought an A7 III. Right. Because I was like, you know what? Let's get serious into this. And then COVID hit. Yeah. But then I was like, I had this camera. Let's try to learn. Okay. And then I search on YouTube. I try to replicate the different ads that I see. And oh. then that's how I started. I was like, green screen, I don't know how to do, but I want to do it. So let me learn it. And so that video took, it's like 30 seconds long. Right. But I took like five days filming it. Yeah. 40 something hours. Because yeah. it's it's the first thing for me. So that's were, you how I were you surprised with yeah. the man hours that you had to put behind a 30 second yeah. film? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to show it to you right now. But then you're like, oh, that's a nice video. I'm like, that's a nice video. That's all you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's just the days spent shooting yeah. it, and then don't count the how many countless hours at night editing yeah. the video. Like I was like trying to learn green screen. I was like, oh, it's blurry. The yeah. shutter speed is wrong. Let mm. me try to do it in the middle of the night again, throwing the potato chips on the, up in the <laughs> yeah. air, and then, and then people were just like, that's a nice video. <laughs> I was like, thank you. you know, I really appreciate it, but. You so don't understand. That's, that's why oh. you have to post the BTS. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why you have to post the BTS. And, and that's exactly how I started content. Because people saw that. I posted it as an assignment. And I was just sharing it. I had like 300 followers yeah. on Instagram. My peop- and then my friends were like, can you show us the behind the scenes? Oh, okay. And then that's how I started. There was no reels or anything. I started posting behind the scenes of how I film stuff. And then. Yeah. I, I find it very... Uh, Fresh, refreshing to hear uh, someone in your perspective to say that you've learned all you needed from online. And that's the beautiful part about it because, like, I know Ryan, right? You studied a lot of things with regards to film and stuff like that, but... Not a lot. Not I, mean, a lot. I did I did telecommunication. So, basically, it's more studio, like, you know, TV, TV studio stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but then I tried to apply, like, like all my practical stuff to film uh, like yeah. I, I just volunteer on film sets and stuff like that yeah but most of the progression most of the growth comes to like meeting people working with people working and with learning people. things online yeah. which is insane yeah YouTube is such a huge resource honestly yeah anything you want to learn like like actually you can just learn it on YouTube it's so in depth too like yeah everything is there yeah like YouTube is the second largest search engine next to Google oh yeah oh. by far yeah that's their statistic so one day it may just be YouTube because you know people just don't want to read anymore. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to read. It's like I read like oh, 50 words per second. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Okay, video. I like someone to talk to me. Yes. Yeah, but okay. From from there. So after you graduate, when you started kind of like up, I would say upskilling yourself during MCO during COVID. What was your main goal after graduation? There was no goal. No goal. <laughs> okay. There was no goal. Um, I got caught up in a lot of things ever since I posted that ad that i did i did i made a potato chips ad yep ever since uh, since i put a, posted that there were a lot of clients who came and asked me to film stuff for them ah. and so uh, that's when i started my journey as a freelance videographer oh. where i make ads for clients at home and i've been doing this until i a friend came and we worked together to create a social media marketing agency oh wow and i was the creative director i was just filming stuff for him too but that's when i realized that's not what i want because mm. The client, they only want something very simple. They want something that converts to sales. It doesn't It doesn't need to be something creative or fun. Mm. I was like, that's boring. And my friend noticed that. He was like, maybe you should go back to freelance videography. Okay. Yeah. And after that, um, it's, it's still uni life. It all still happened within my second year of college. Wow. And, and my third year of college is when we actually went back to studying. And I was like, let's create more videos. Right. But I wasn't consistent. I didn't know what to do. I was just like filming ads again and again, like for freelance too. Mm-hmm. All until um, my internship. 
Yep. When a few months before I started intern my internship, I continued to do because I did all these behind the scenes and final results, behind the scenes final results to show the people. And I was like, since I'm filming myself already, why not film some daily content? Oh. So I was like, what do I do? What did I do today? Like I had to go cut my hair for my grandpa, and I was like. Why not film it too? You know, yeah. just put it there and film it. Um, I get a haircut. Why not film? You know, just film it because just getting into the habit mm. of filming it. There was no goal. It was just since I'm doing this, why not? Well, did you already know how to do storytelling, or was it something no. you learned in the process? Did um, you realize you were storytelling? I didn't. <laughs> okay. So I didn't realize that I was storytelling or anything. It was just like let me just um do a video. Let me just post. Uh, what's the most viral song? Swipe, swipe, swipe. Ah, oh, this one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like that. It was just like that. Um, I had no strategy, nothing. I had no goal. I didn't want to be a content creator. I didn't know that it would be a job. Okay. And so that's how I started. And before my internship, I blew up a little bit on Instagram and TikTok since I continued to create content. And for example, like the cooking content, it was all because that's what I did. I'm just filming it. Okay. Mm. And I was like, oh, wait, why did I go suddenly go from 1K to 10K on Instagram? Yeah. And then, but then internship came. I joined a production team called Up Studio. Uh -huh. My girlfriend currently works there. Oh. And I got so busy and so caught up with production. I was like, this is how like, production works. I got no time to go home and create content. Mm -hmm. I gave up. Oh. So it just stopped there. <coughs> yeah. For like a whole year. It's so funny that he mentioned that because we came from the YouTube side and then we went into production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we still don't have time to make content. <laughs> like, see, I see my producer laughing and then she's like, I joined this company for a different reason. How could you do this to me? No, that's okay. I mean, like, we, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't so when you say, oh, I joined a production team, I got so busy, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. we can relate. Yeah, I, I guess grass is always greener on the other side, I just have to say. Yeah. That. Yeah, because, like, we used to go out, shoot a film in, like, three hours but now we take three days <laughs> to, yeah. sh to shoot a, uh, a commercial but once in a while we go then it it, it, it allows us to appreciate uh, what we used to have before yeah but then again when we were at the other end doing quick videos turn quick turnaround videos we wanted to see yeah, yeah. to improve our, our skill set and storytelling in the bigger yes. scale of things so it's it's like that when you I I, I, I tend to uh, realize that when you get too comfortable with something, you always kind of yearn for something on the other side. Yeah. And once you get it, you is that one like, like you always want what you don't have. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Like when yeah, you got yeah. the apple juice, you got the orange exactly, juice. Hey, exactly. I want your orange juice. Then you switch. Hey, I want my apple juice. Uh. You know? <laughs> 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 it's like that. Yeah. So would you say your your girlfriend was kind of like the 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 motivation or the initial spark that got you to where you are today? If I didn't meet her. I wouldn't be here. That's oh, that's wow. all. Because wow. if I didn't meet her, I wouldn't marry this boy already, <laughs> Celine. <laughs> I mean, like, if I didn't meet her, I wouldn't pick up the camera. That's so very sweet. That's, that's yeah. Wow. How does she feel? Um, I think you were very much in the forefront. I mean, you blew up, and she was very behind the scenes at first. But now she's kind of a little bit more. Um, I would say open to being featured or kind of growing herself too. Yeah, because um, a lot of people started noticing that, oh, um, William has really nice couple content. Yeah. We actually don't do a couple content. It's just yeah. our life. But then they're like, oh, we want to feature Celine. And I was like, are you free? Because production is very, she's a producer yeah. and director in Up Studio. Yeah. And so to get her time out, it's very time consuming. So a lot of times it's just like, sorry, she can't make it. Or if she can't make it, then we film a video together. Yeah. But she enjoys it more and she's um, doing more content now, just like trying to, not regularly, but whenever she's with me or we go out, she tends to record and then 
maybe create some content sometimes. I've seen her commercials with you. Ah, yeah, <laughs> we were st- we were going through the commercials, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, oh, <laughs> and she's not bad. She she got quite quite a screen presenter. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, oh, when she came on, uh, I think can't remember. Was it the camping one where we saw? Was it? I saw the other one. Is, I think one of the baking ones. A Julie's biscuit. Oh, yeah, 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 Julie's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the, I, the, I saw the camping one, and when she started speaking Cantonese. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, the one in the tent. The, yeah. The tent yes. one, right? Yeah. Then I'm like, whoa. That's, uh, the, you, know, you know, not. it's very hard to come by people with that such of screen presence just by one word they say. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. She, is she going to follow your footsteps? Are you encouraging her to follow your footsteps? So It's so funny because she, she inspired you. And now, and now she's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not encouraging her to follow my footsteps. The reason beca- be is because she has a passion. Yeah. And I think that okay. if you have a passion, go towards it. And her passion is become a director. Oh, that's So good. her passion is to become a director. And I fully support it. It's going to be a difficult journey for sure. Mm-hmm. And But I think that as but as her person, she's like really you know strong in her passion. I want to do this and I will do it. Oh. And so I would not want to distract her from her road to becoming a director. And instead, I would you know, support whatever I, way I can. Oh. Yeah. What about you? What's what's your what's your next step? What's your goal from here? Um, my next step is to use my platform for a better purpose. Mm. I mean, um, I think that creating content is great, but not all content is great. Mm. There's a lot of content out there that um, you're not sure what you're watching. But I, for me, I really value my audiences. I treat my audiences as real people. I value their opinions, and I want to know what they like to watch. Mm. Okay. And for me, it's if I create this content for the people and they watch it, what do they feel? And what I want is for them to feel, you know, feel good that they don't waste their time. That is literally my, my, my line right there. That's mm. all. But how do you juggle? Like I, I've seen some of your interactions with your audiences. Like, oh, what would you like to see next? How do you juggle a thousand responses? I do. How do yeah, because like a thousand is going to be a thousand different responses. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a <coughs> lot. So um, I think for cooking side, it's very difficult for me as well. I do not recommend anyone to, to do what I do. Because for me, because I need to give what they, what they want, yeah. I want to give what they want as well. Um, I respect their opinions. There are people who watches me for my haircut content. People mm-hmm. watches me for my food content. People watches me for my couple content yep. and my videography content. I'm doing all these. I have to do at least one of them every week. Oh, wow. Because I want to give them what they want. And it's very tiring in my opinion but a lot of people like they tell me do you just do whatever you want we just enjoy watching what you do and i think that gives me comfort but at the same time i feel responsible for it you know i yeah. have to create that kind of content for the people yeah because they you already have like a subset of audience that's that's only there for the cooking yes. that's, that's there for all for the haircut stuff that's why I, I thought in the beginning actually but slowly they kind of all just became like they all just tell me like you know what we just like whatever you do. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, at, at this point, we're, we're, we're in it for the ride already. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, they they want to just do you. They're always, we'll like, they're always like encouraging me to like, yo, yeah, you're doing good. Let's, uh, can't wait for you to hit one mil. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah that's very nice. I think I would, I would tell you the, you do you, don't, don't. Or you do a cooking video while cutting someone's hair and then you film it in the <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, stop it. Cinematic it. way. No. Yeah, exactly. no. Cinematic B-roll of baking while cutting. <laughs> yeah. With your girlfriend. Insane idea. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it's viral, hundred percent, bro. This is the this is the video that's going to be a combination of everything. This is the one. This is the one. <laughs> I think it's very easily. Uh, it's very easy for someone to get carried away with uh, audiences because number one, we we as content creators, uh, I I can say a little bit because I think I've been that route before. Uh, <laughs> when you have people kind of commenting, uh, you tend to always uh think that their validation is what represents you, like. Sometimes people say that, oh, sometimes you don't even know yourself. The people looking from the surface will kind of know what you're best suited for, right? Mm. Uh, I totally disagree with that. I kind of feel that the reason why you started in the first place was uh, because you had something that you wanted to prove to your own self. Yes. Maybe a bit to your girlfriend, but to your own self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always that's such a great motivation. <laughs> there, there, there was a motivation. There was an external motivation, but the true thing was after everything, you kind of like okay, I kind of want to outdo the previous video that I did in terms of edit wise. So you're actually trying to please yourself, not so much everybody that's, else. That's exactly. I feel that's exactly yeah. Yeah, that's it actually. Yeah, and and the yeah. thing is, when you outdo your previous self, um, the validation. Yeah, you c- it's easily to fall prey to the validation of your audiences, but the thing is, y- the validation to the audiences is the fact that yes, you did make a better video than your previous video, yeah. and then at the end, that it kind of solidifies yes, I did better. I think there's like a there's like a fine line, like you you gotta learn how to juggle between taking those those comments and feedback, you know, yeah. digesting it. But not really letting it get to you so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not saying that you do, but it's very easily to get carried away. Yeah. because we've spoken to a lot of content creators, especially with someone like yourself who who has so many followers, and I'm I'm sure you got thousands of comments every day. Like they can range from those really just shitting on you to those really praising you like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah, you really get like both end of the spectrums, and you're like, wait, so who is right now? You know? Yeah. yeah. And you gotta learn how to like how to like just not let that affect you, and and just move on and do what you wanna do. Yeah, I think I get. I do actually. Um, both of you have something that you guys said that was actually right. For you, um, you s- you said that um, I try to surpass my edits every time. That was something that I've always been doing ever since I started. Yeah. Actually, mm. and when you said it, I was like shocked because that was my mindset since the beginning before I even started creating content for just video. I would create the video, I hate it the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my god, I need to do something better. If yeah. I don't, I suck. Yeah. And you you you're gonna do your you're gonna probably gonna edit a, you're edit you're probably editing a video today, and you release it and you think okay this is my best work and you're gonna roll back to your timeline to two years ago and you watch your first any yes. random video yeah. and you're like oh my god this is so shit and it's not cringing yes. like oh yeah <laughs> yes yes I mean that's so true but that's the best part about it because I speak to Ryan too about this oh it, it just uh it just means we we grew the biggest yeah. competition you can have is is with yourself yes yeah like just don't don't look outside just look within yourself. Yeah. What you did now, all right, I want to do better again the next day and the next day and the next day and just use that to fuel yourself yeah, going I, forward. That's the mindset that I think everyone should have and I, I have that mindset. And just now you said that there are a lot of bad comments, right? To be honest, I realize that I'm probably on the luckier side, mm-hmm. actually. Um, I think you attract, your followers are people who are like you. Yeah. Who are very like-minded like you. Um, if you're this kind of person, you will attract the same kind of person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for me, I give out compliments very easily. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see the good in someone, anyone. I can see the good very quick. I can see the bad. But I always value the good. And for all my followers, they are so... They're so open to like just compliment. Oh, wow. Okay, that's good. Like, like <coughs> I, it could be a thousand comment and there's one bad comment, but that one bad comment doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I click in, he doesn't even follow me. 
It's yeah. a random stranger. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't really get discouraged and I get really motivated by them too. And I think like, I think that's just something that we have to remember. Like whoever we are, we attract them and I think that's really important. Uh, that's really true. I, I had this conversation with Jason Leong. Uh, uh, Jason Leong is a very famous stand-up comedian, by the way. Netflix star. <laughs> I have to say that just in case he listens. I think he'll call me. Hey, he'll be like, idiot, you did say I'm a Why Netflix star. My show? <laughs> yeah. uh, he, uh, I had a conversation with him once. I talk with him a lot. And he says that uh, this one line he said, which kind of like uh, resonated with me, he's like, you vibe with your tribe. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. So that's that means nice. like, like the, you, who you hang out with or who you attract is a reflection of your own personality. Mm. So if you feel like the people around you are giving you a hard time or, or are giving you toxicity, try to start from within first and kind of evaluate yourself before you kind of start saying that, hey, um, <clears throat> why are you like this? Because most of the time, they say opposites attract, right? But when you're mm -hmm. the same, you kind of conflict yeah. yourself. So it, it, sometimes without realizing, I don't know why I went to this deep conversation with Jason. It's like sometimes you meet people that kind of, kind of is like a mirror image of you. Yeah, and yeah. you don't like it, and then you don't realize it, but it's, yeah. it's you. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 how it is. That's interesting, uh, especially like what you said. Like you, you, the followers tend to be somewhat alike to the creator. You know, you attract the same kind of people. Like when you think about it, uh, some of those, I don't want to name names here, lah. But like you know, those more controversial content creators. Uh -huh. Yeah, then you can see all their engagements are uh, they're all like toxic people, <coughs> like just. Like the people who get trigger happy on the keyboard, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that we have content creators such as yourself creating wholesome content. Uh, we need more of that because sometimes um, there are people out there who knows what it takes in order to make a video go viral. Maybe you should open uh, an academy. City I've, of I've a thousand I've content I've got a creators. lot of people <laughs> asking me that. They like create a course. I've actually yeah. thought about it, but I'm like, I have no right to do that as of now. Um, and I don't think I'm the guru type. But I would love to share. I would love to share, um, you know, content and what you can do to improve. I love sharing. I love sharing, and um, but I only do it if if you want. I won't like suddenly give you advice. I hate that. Yeah. I hate giving advice. Do you enjoy all the perks of this job? <laughs> I saw you unboxing your iPhone 15 Pro Max. <laughs> I saw you unboxing a DJI Air. I saw you unboxing like a couple of DJI drones. You know. Yeah, oh, no the, big the mini four. Yeah, I looked at it, I was like, dang it, dang it, dang it, <laughs> dang we were, it. We were flying a jet with Ellie and it's like, do you know, we don't got the new one. <laughs> was like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's so nice. I think, like I said, I'm very grateful. Very grateful. It's a dream come true. Um, I remember six, uh, three months ago, I was giving a workshop at a school and they asked me who I want to work with next. And I said, Sony. Mm. I think two months later, I got to work with Sony. And on their new campaign, which is for A7C2. Nice. And I was a user of A7C. Was it, sorry, was this before af or after I spoke to you about your seawater? Yeah, it was after. Oh, cool. Nice. After, so I broke it. The A7C is gone. And then they came, like, you want to work on the yeah. A7C just, just, Just for context, uh, William had a camera. Was what was what was it? It was uh, an A7C. A7C. He brought it to. <laughs> was it was it Maldives? I was so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, Maldives. and he filmed it uh, next to the beach, seawater. In the oh water. no. In the, yeah. water. In the water. Oh no. So you know how they say that your camera is all weather sealed and stuff like that. I mean, the no A7C is not weather sealed, right? I don't think it is. Okay, here's the thing though. They don't tell you. Uh, no diss to Sony, but weather sealed doesn't mean it's uh, seawater. Salt water. Salt water yeah. is the dangerous one. I, yeah. I had no clue because um, I can tell you it's wet. 
yeah. camera was wet. Oh yeah. god! I didn't know that it was gonna be affected as much because I, I get hit with water a lot during like yeah. filming wedding, uh, filming yeah, yeah. proposals. Like they rain. I'm like, that's okay, so it works. But after that, I was like, what's happening in my camera? <laughs> it just gave up. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh crap! No salt water is big danger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No for phones, for phone phones or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try not yeah to. for phones like too. Samsung is IP68. But there's a fine, tiny, fine print. It's like fresh water only, yeah. no seawater. Also with iPhone or so, yeah. So the all the salt yeah. in the water, the, the yeah. little particles. In so there. you see all the you see all these commercials. You hardly see any of them bring their phone to the beach. Yes, that's where GoPro comes in and flex. Yeah. Ah, I can. Yes, yeah. actually. Yeah, GoPro or DJI. Yeah, we could do salt water. So, <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, you finally got to work with Sony. Yeah, Sony DJI. Before I got my first camera, I bought a DJI Osmo Mobile Two. Right, mm. and that that was because I thought I could film everything with a phone. Okay, you do not need a camera. Right? Yeah. And so when as I w- as I was using that, and I realized, oh wait, I need a camera to learn focal length. Oh. Yeah, to learn, yeah. To actually go in depth to film something that Sam Coder can film, yeah. that Peter McKinnon can film, a ca- a, uh, a phone can never do that. Then I bought my Sony A7 III, and then um, to be able to w- the first brand deal, not the brand deal, the first. Let's say DJI and Sony. The first job I had I had with DJI was for Mobile Six, oh. and so it was like I bought my Mobile Two. Then two years later, I work with you on a campaign that hasn't been released yet. Yeah, Mobile mm. Six, and I was like, "Whoa, this is a dream come true." Then after that, it actually got featured in the DJI Global. My first video mm. that I did for DJI got featured in DJI Global. I was like, "I gotta do better," mm-hmm. but, but it didn't. <laughs> DJI Global, but oh. still, I had to try to film better videos for them. Right. And yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, DJI is pretty cool. We worked with them a couple couple of yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. It was like it, you know when you get a call from DJI, it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, uh, we have to make you sign this because you know we're gonna send you something that's not out in the market yet. <laughs> like, oh wow, okay, cool. Yeah, hi DJI, long time no speak. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Is it this? I can't, I can't remember his name, but they call you directly from uh, from China. But this guy, he's from California. Oh, is it the same? I'm not sure whether it's the same guy. The one that we spoke to last time was from California, but he's based in China. Oh. Yeah, he spoke like perfect English. I said, like, "Where are you from, man?" <laughs> I'm from California, but like you know, oh, I'm based okay. here. It makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's like it's 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 kind of cool that all the brands that you used to invest in, yes, uh, yourself in your own hard earned money are kind of yeah. like noticing uh, your work and stuff. It's like how 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 does it feel when somebody called, "Hey, man, we want to work work on you and something." Yeah, I mean, did they give you a camera? Hell yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like if like back then it was like I worked so hard to earn the money, and I literally didn't buy anything except camera equipment. Yeah, yeah. All the money I earned, I spent it all back into equipment. There was okay. not a single penny that I spent on buying new clothes or like shoes or anything. It was all just, yeah. And but now that's, that that's what it's like. I mean, you're investing into yourself. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah, exactly. Into your because you're trying to create better videos, and yeah. you realize you need ND filters. You need uh, like a rig. Need yeah, all that money, yeah. and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah it kind of reminds me of myself last time. <laughs> right, yeah. but th- okay, but I, th- I, f- I swear, gas is such a real issue. You guys know what gas is? No. Gear acquisition syndrome. Oh. <laughs> it, it is a thing, right? When you go, on, when you go on YouTube and you see, like, say, uh, Peter McKinnon, you see he's got a brand new, latest, shiny toy. You're like, yes. Oh shit, I, n- I need that, man. But your A7, uh, your A7 tree is looking at you. It's like, I'm here, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. This is the new one. Your, your own new series. <laughs> Have you ever met Peter McKinnon? I hope that would be like my biggest dream. Wait, did we see true. him? Sorry, did we see him in Apple? Right? No, we I don't. Did, right? I don't remember. No, we went. We went in. Was in, he there? Yes, he was. I remember we saw. Jeremy Marquez. was like, it, it was. This was before Peter blew up, and Jeremy was like, 
that's Peter McKinnon. I'm like, who? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Peter McKinnon fans, please don't hate on me. I watch his content, okay? And now he's exclusively it's shooting crazy. film. He's poisoning yeah. me on film. Yeah. Okay. It's bloody idiot, Peter McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so what? You, you so I would say so safely said that Peter McKinnon's your inspiration. He he was like, I watched all his videos, wow. Taylor videography. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Is it my fault? Oh, I think it it is maybe. I don't know. I'm so sorry. All it's good. okay. All, all good, good, man. All good. Yeah. How do I turn it on? Aha! Uh, you is this the new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the action button. I the didn't have the time <laughs> to set it. I was like, what is what is this? Uh, yeah. Throw. How do we silence it? Throw it on the floor. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Peter Peter McKinnon. Yeah, his his stuff is Dude, just amazing. Curious question. Do you watch Casey Neistat at all? I don't. You should I, actually. I, I, I think started really watching good. him. After I started getting his content, because I saw he did a video with um, Peter McKinnon, I was like, yeah. "Who's this guy?" And then I realized, like, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. And then now mm. everyone's talking about, you know, vlogging. Who are the vlogging? Casey Neistat Casey and um, who's that girl again? Uh, which girl? Sarah. Uh, no, wait. Uh, there's that girl who went viral right away, um, and then she has this vibe that everyone really likes. Emma Chamberlain. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, so okay. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have no idea who she is. But so like. like they always compare these two people and then when I when I actually go dive deep into studying why their content works and I was like, ah, oh, there's so much to learn. Yeah. 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 Casey, I would say for me, like he is one of the most natural storytellers yes. out there. The way just the way he tells his stories is is so good. It's so organic. Yeah. And and he has actually has somewhat of a system to it, although he doesn't really like plan it down to the T, but it's it's just so good to learn how to tell stories from. Yeah. He used nice to be set. a filmmaker in terms of like making shorts. Yeah, yeah, he oh. makes he makes yeah. films, he makes commercials. Back then, cool. yeah, then yeah. it got nowhere. I think he, <laughs> he 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 amassed about half a million subscribers, and it just went stagnant. Yeah. Oh, and then he yeah. just came out to do vlogs. Okay, and his vlogs were insane. And it just blew up. It was like once yeah. a day vlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to do daily. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's 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 I think that burned burned him out quite a it, bit. It worked during that era. I yeah, think, for his time. That's why everyone remembers him so well. Yeah, yeah. We walked past this uh, studio. Yeah, oh. in New York. Yeah, in yeah. New York. But he, he wasn't there, of course. We were trying to see. Is he, hey, is he there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is he That's today? so cool. Yeah, yeah. but and just the way he tells his stories, it's just it's so engaging. He knows how to hook you in. He knows how to create the flow. And one thing I like is that he doesn't get hung up on gear. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Peter McKinnon has all the cool stuff. He has. He has a nice. Toy. Everything. Yeah. Uh, Peter McKinnon takes care of his stuff. Yeah. Very well. well. Very, very Casey well. Casey just destroys yeah. his stuff. He get. He gets like. What was it again? He got. He got like. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I watched an episode where he got like. Uh, something like maybe he got an Apple Watch or whatever not, and he went and basically used a metal thing to engrave his name on it, huh? yeah. like really badly. But yeah. like Casey, so that so that and then he's like, so that I know that's mine. Yeah. yeah, he really treats his gear as literal tools, like a hammer. He treats his camera no different than like how he would treat a hammer. Like, if wow. he needs it to get a shot, it's a tool to get the shot. He, it, it's literally mm -hmm. a piece of equipment. And, and it doesn't help that he just lives right above the freaking camera store downstairs. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the camera store just gets like free publicity, man, just oh, because wow. of him. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I used to watch his stuff a lot, but he stopped, huh? No, oh, he's he's still but he's still doing stuff, just not as regular. Yeah, yeah. He's made it already. Yeah, I yeah. Know. yeah. He sold his company called Beam, made okay. millions. Oh. Yeah, it's like I I I saw I I, I kind of noticed that he kind of made millions from it. Uh, oh, he's Beam the the scooter one, is it? No, no, no. no. Beam is like this application on your mobile phone that a lot that that requires you to kind of like put your phone to your chest to see 
first person view. Oh, okay. So you you see every time when you when you uh when you do a story, uh-huh. you can't look at your screen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole purpose of this is to use the sensors on your front facing screen. Uh, to activate the camera so you're not interacting with your screen you're just interacting with the environment so, so you put oh. your phone on your like chest like this yeah style, as right? long yeah. as you cover the sensors your camera works so oh, they, they, the whole okay, the okay. whole the whole idea of it was to allow you to interact with your subject in real time not yes. through a screen yeah oh. i get what you mean you just there's no there's no barrier between you and and the subject you're filming yeah exactly yeah. Oh, so cnn cnn bought it uh, <laughs> and it failed. Damn, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be different if someone like Apple bought it. Like. Let's let's be real. Like. No, I think CNN it, bought it for the the tech, the tech and the workforce and the database that it had. Uh, yeah, I knew I knew he made a lot of money because like the next episode he came up with a full gold Rolex and I'm damn. like, whoa! <laughs> and he was just scraping the Rolex on the floor. Are you serious? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. That's that's the only thing that. Came, yeah. Sorry, Rolex. he engraved his name on the Rolex. Oh god. Yeah. He's like, yeah. So it's mine. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, that's 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 him. It's that's just. I admire his, I admire his storytelling the way he does it very raw uh, very in your face very real it's very unique to him honestly. and and just a couple of days ago Mark Zuckerberg released uh, glasses Genie was just oh yeah yeah do you see that I so did. you know what, what's going you know on? Apple is like releasing their their VR Vision goggles, Pro yeah their Vision uh-huh. Pro and Mark Zuckerberg just did an interview while wearing the those and the interviewer is like in a city God knows how far away. Mm-hmm. Wearing the goggles as well, so they did like a virtual reality interview. Oh wow! But they could see each other based on their, what what did they sort call it? Uh, the their three D model, that yeah, life, like, uh, photo real three D model. Yeah. Oh no 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 not that he just oh, wait, announced he just announced Ray Ban glasses. That he he did himself. Yeah, that he did himself. So the Ray Ban glasses, is like your glasses, like literally yeah. prescription lenses. Yeah. But on your lenses, you can now see everything in AI, like your chat boxes. You Whoa. can communicate. Is it correct? You can communicate with anyone. Oh, you that's a different thing yeah. I read then. Yeah. Wow. So you can look at a building with your glasses. This is your prescription glasses, yeah. So you yeah. can look at a building, not know what it is, then ask your glasses what it is, and the mi- information will come up on your screen. So, like, let's like say you're, you're traveling in a foreign city, mm-hmm. and, like, okay... You need GPS. Yeah, uh, okay, Google, and then yeah. show me, go, then do 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 your place yes. in, like, oh, in wow. your glasses. Everything is augmented. Yo, yeah. that's, like, some Iron Man shit. Like. And, wow. and also, uh, Instagram Live, so, yeah, obviously, yeah. you always have to do it either with your front-facing camera or your back-facing mm-hmm. camera, depending on how you want. You want better yeah. You want better image quality, you use your back. But it was, nev- it was always from a third-person point of view, so now your glasses can Instagram Live. So you can log on to your Instagram. Oh, there's, there's, there's a camera in the glasses. Yeah, so click on anything and then you'll basically be Instagram live uh, first person view. Wow, I think that's... That's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, but invasive. In some, because a like, little bit, uh, a little bit. Yeah, because you know, you'll never... Like, I'm pretty sure there'll be like a light to kind of... To show your recording, right? Yeah, like, otherwise yeah. it's like... Mm. Imagine you be live streaming, you go take a piss and be like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry! <laughs> you, <I'm> forgot, <laughs> you forgot your live streaming and just go into the toilet. Yeah, that's actually illegal to, to to like take videos in the toilet. It, what in the states or where everywhere? I think, yeah, in general, uh, cause it's like the toilet's supposed to be like a private space. You know, you're you're just taking people a private space. Yeah, a private space with your privates. Yeah. So imagine that making content, cooking content in first person view. I would actually want that because <laughs> um, before creating that content out, you can have another content where you're Instagram live streaming with your 
audience is what you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You find it interesting too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like the process of your, yeah. your, your filming, your exactly. content. Everything. W- were you very well versed in the social media sphere before creating, being like where you are today? Like, okay, for Instagram, did you understand the platform? TikTok, did you understand the platform? No, I had no clue about everything. So I didn't have a clue about everything. Even when I was like, you know what, let's be a content creator. I still had no clue. <laughs> it was until like, as I was growing and I was doing more, I did like 100 videos, 200 videos, 300 videos. And I started to realize, oh, wait, some of this works, some of this doesn't. Mm. I use myself as an example. Mm. And in order to study more, you got to do more, right? Yeah. So how do you become faster? You just do more content faster than more people. Mm-hmm. You do it one every day and then you can study more. You have more data to study. And that's when I started realizing, oh, some things work, some things don't, some things that I should do to improve. And I could experiment with different new content. How do I give the audiences what they want? What will make them like this video? Okay. Yeah. But then how do you, mm. so do you, do, do some of the videos that you like work? So there are obviously a lot of times where I'm like, okay, you know what? I just made this really great video. It's going to blow up. And it doesn't. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And there are some where you're just, you're just like, maybe it will blow up. Then it blew up. Okay. Or maybe you're just like, okay, you know what? It's content. And then, oh, it blew up. What? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's like a guessing game. Yeah, at this so point. Uh, for me, um, I always do something that I can control: views, okay. followers, likes, comments, engagement. I cannot control that, so I only focus on how do you make a better video? How do I improve from the mm. previous one? Because these are things that I can control: the views, engagement, the follows. I can't, so okay. I don't think about that. Yeah. So, so you do a lot of very uh, technical edits. You do cooking videos. Uh, you do life. St- uh, I mean, okay. I won't say lifestyle, but like, like moments uh, yes, with moments, you and yeah. your and your and your girlfriend. What is that? Okay, you see, like Peter McKinnon, he he kind of like grad, not graduated literally, but graduated, and he made a commercial for a car brand in Canada. And mm-hmm. to him, when I watched that video, I said this was my ultimate goal. I never thought that as a content creator, I'll be able to to direct a global commercial for this car brand. I can't remember. I think it's Hyundai or I can't maybe mm. Volvo. I can't remember what car in, in particular. I think he did the commercial and the KV. Oh. The key visuals for it. So what's your end goal? I think my end goal is you guys know Smash Pop? Yeah. You guys yeah. know Smash Pop, right? He's been creating content for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I see that and he's creating very consistently, he's one of the inspiration as well. And I'm like, how do you do that? And I just hope that when I'm 30 years old or 40, I will still be creating content. Mm. I think I hope that's like one thing that I do. And that's in terms of like what I do every day. But for me, one big goal will be creating enough impact of myself that I could have enough impact on my followers. Mm. Don't know what that is yet, but maybe in the future, not clear. I'm not too clear on that. I just want to keep creating better videos for my followers. Smashpot was my colleague in Astro. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. He got me into photography. And then oh. I just saw I just saw him unbox four iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it's like wow, this Oh, you unbox you unbox one, I unbox all. all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is on the next level. Yeah. With, with Kel with Tower in the background somehow, I'm like, wow, this yeah. guy. He he next used level. to I'm not sure if he still shoots in a Sony. He still shoots in he a still. Sony. Yeah. Yeah. So he got me into the Sony Alpha uh-huh. ecosystem. Cause like when I went showed up to work and he had the Sony Sony Alpha One Hundred. Yeah, that was a DSLR. Yeah, DSLR. Wow. DSLR Sony. Yeah. Wow. So and there was a really long time ago, and I, I was like, oh wow, it takes such nice pictures, and then I wanted to buy one. I, was, I looked at the price, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bought a second-hand one and I couldn't afford the Sony lens and so I got a Konica Minolta. Because mm. technically, Konica Minolta was bought over by Sony. Yeah, yeah. They just bought over the technology and then they rebranded everything to Sony. So if you have a Sony, you could use a Konica Minolta lens. So I was using a Konica Minolta 50mm for a while until I could buy the Alpha 200. And then after that, I jumped ship to Nikon. Oh? Yeah. Wait, you had a Nikon? Yeah, I had a Nikon, yes. Wow. Yeah, because the, the, uh, the D3... DSLR. The, yeah, DSLR, DSLR, yeah. This so it was the D300S. Oh, God. Mm. Genius. It's been a long mirrors. time ago. <laughs> I know, it is. <laughs> it is. a really long time I'm, ago. I'm dating myself <laughs> with camera really equipment. So, uh, uh, I, I, wait. I first got the D300. Did you ever get the 5D Mark II? That was D oh, that was at that uh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, right, every YouTuber was yeah. like, shooting on a 5D Mark II. But back then, it was just 5D. It was not... Mark one, mm. Mark two yet. I the D three hundred would no f- had no video capabilities. Yeah. So I invested in lenses first. Uh, I basically bought the whole. D- I I saved up enough. I had a photography company. Uh, I did event photography, <sighs> and wedding photography. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my goal was to buy the Holy Trinity. Ah. Uh, yeah. The twelve. The twelve fourteen. The twelve fourteen. Then the twenty four seventy and the seventy two hundred. That's it. And. I didn't lah. So I only <laughs> I only got the twenty four seventy and then my other uh business partner business partner business partner had the other lens and then my other friend had the other lens. So we, we became combined, the only the combined, we combined lah, we combined, combined okay? Yeah. Um then after the D three hundred S came out and it's when I was like, Oh wow, so cool, you can record videos. And then I shot with that for a while, but I realized it was Yo, crap. The first video you ever posted on YouTube, what was that shot with? Mm, a Sony cyber shot that I borrowed from a friend. Cyber, that's a point uh. and shoot, uh. Yeah, it's a point yeah. and shoot. Yeah, I borrowed. I borrowed from. I told him, hey, can I? Can I just? Can you just be in my house? Yeah, wait. wait yeah. <laughs> 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 and I shot. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and, but the first short film I ever shot, uh, to put it on on YouTube was done with a five D Mark One. Mark one. Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark one. Two, Mark one. Yeah, then then I was then I then I jumped ship to Canon and I was uh, like, yeah, five D was the gold standard yeah. uh, back then. And then I made the first video, which was making fun of Canon. I'm uh, making fun of camera sales people, Ah, uh. uh, the one with Joseph. Uh, yeah, 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 Joseph Jamani. Then then Canon got in touch, and I thought I was in trouble because their legal team got in touch. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh shit. And then they told me that they want to work together. And then oh. they they passed me a five D Mark II oh. with a seventy two hundred. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, you got it. yeah. And then um, yeah, and we we use it for a while. I, it's uh, all of my films last time, all of my focal lengths was just fifty mm. We still have uh. that lens. We still we actually still have that lens right the here. The old one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> let's throw my away. my wife, my girlfriend, then uh, Michelle bought it for me because I oh. bought I, I I got a camera, but I could not afford the lens, <laughs> so she bought it for my birthday. So I did my budgeting. Ah, I buy the body. No worry, I don't have to buy lens. Cause you buy I, I hinted her to buy me. Yeah, and then I shot every film. With that, uh, uh, even wide angle, I just had to run in the back, all the way to the back to get the wide angle, and then everything was an OTS, 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 wo- OTS, wide, OTS, 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 wide OTS. angle. Yeah, that was my what I, what I did until. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of this uh, uh, bunch of YouTubers. They call it Wong Fu Productions. Yes. Yeah. Until like one day, I saw them shooting, and then uh, they're behind the scenes. I saw them using a 7200. And they were doing all their OTS shots with the 7200. I was like, I must have this lens. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Then ever since then, I did all of my OTS with that. So, yeah. And then, and then after that, I jumped ship to Sony. Uh, yeah. Because of the A7S. Uh. The A7S uh, was... Yeah. yeah. Because, because until then, 
every single content that I did, I did not understand that we needed lights. Yeah. I just wanted uh. to go out and shoot and not yeah. like that. This light light hanging on top of mm-hmm. us right now. I didn't understand that. Do you, do you use lights in your content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do. Back then, back then, I would be like, you know what? I need the lights. I need the Godox. I need one fifty. Yeah. I need the aperture here. Yeah. Three point lighting. And then yeah, I realized I don't need that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so now it's just yeah, yeah. It depends on what content I'm doing. There's yeah. some content that you need it, but some, like a lot of content that I produce now, you don't need it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to kind of like tell a story, then lighting really helps yes. set the mood. But if you're really trying to interact uh, directly with your content, with your followers and your audiences, you like those slice of life kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't really need because to be honest, if you're <clears throat> If your image quality or your video quality is phone quality, to kind of like make up for it in the back of your mind, you just say that ah, it's just a treatment. <laughs> 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 yeah, but for the orig- for the ordinary content creator, I think I think it's fine because I think uh, people tend to value more content rather than the mm. the quality. quality of content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then does do you find like just because you stop using like not say stop using lah, but like you use it less regularly, you're able to produce content at a much Yes. Much faster rate, like exactly. Yeah. So this is what I did, um, because I didn't know anything about the content, anything. But as I was doing a lot of videos, I realized that back then I changed my cooking style videos so many times. Mm. It started with using a camera, then a little bit with phone that I didn't like it. Then I used a camera, and but I filmed it with like a more cinematic way, color grading. And then one day I was like, I'm spending too much time in the kitchen and trying to color grade this food. When why am I even doing this? <laughs> Well, like, if I were to do this, I cannot produce um, more. It's just a food content. How do I make people like my food content and not focus on the color grade, not focus on yeah. the cinematic shot? And then that's when I accidentally started uh, filming with my phone. I was like, you know what? Let's just start filming with my phone. Yeah. And I slowly implemented different elements, like spinning the bowl. It was an accident. Taking the things out of my apron because I had to do for Nestle Harvest Gourmet. I was like, yeah. how do I take, uh, take something out? How do I introduce this product? And I was like... Okay, <laughs> and it worked, and that's how like my apron stuff started, you know, going viral, and a lot of people call me like Doraemon because oh, Doraemon <laughs> take things off. Of it your was apron. it was literally because I, I I I was stuck, I didn't know what to do, and then suddenly I saw it, and then oh yeah, so a lot of things came into place, and now all my viral cooking videos are filmed mainly on my phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it? Do you find it's easier also like in the kitchen? Not much space. It's very. Like it's easier. It's much easier. Yeah. Back then, I was using a twenty four seventy with my tripod and then my rig and my like audio thing to connect yeah. everything. And that was the worst part. You have to basically put everything by nine by sixteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and then you have to worry whether or not your seventy two hundred autofocus will yeah. capture you. Oh, yes. You take the whole thing. Then you go like, oh shit. You're filming everything by yourself too. Yeah. So, so it's like yeah, I color grade, but they don't appreciate color grading when it comes to me just cooking um they appreciate it more when i'm doing some cinematic b-rolls yeah yeah, yeah and i was yeah. like you know what let's separate or like the creative oh, okay. the creative video editing stuff yes like yes where, where the yeah, outcome yeah. of the b-rolls is, is the one that sells it and then i use a camera so because of that i'm able to pr- produce more content mm. um for my followers do you do yeah. you have like a set not say set schedule but like do you plan your content for the whole week or like, or like are you like the kind of guy who just all right, you know what? Maybe this Wednesday I'll feel like doing a cooking video. I'll do one or uh, how, do, how do you usually like? How far plan? ahead do you plan? Yeah, I don't plan far ahead. Okay, at all, but I have a goal every week, so oh. it's like I have to do one cooking video, and that's actually not too difficult. But I need the time because you need the time to buy the ingredients. Then you gotta be there. Then you gotta cook it. Then you gotta do all that. It does take a lot of time, 
but not too much as like cinematic stuff, yeah. video, video stuff. But when I film videography, like cinematic bureau stuff, it can be done uh, one week where I film it and then I could have three videos from there. And I've, I produce one of them each week. Right. So okay. in case of like planning ahead, that's what I do for planning ahead. Yeah. But for food, I, I don't. Now I have a lot of content that I haven't produced yet from Korea. Oh, on yeah. the Korea trip. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, you went to Korea. Okay. Yeah, but I have to match it with different uh, videos right now because I have a workshop with machines this Saturday mm-hmm. and I have to film iPhone stuff. Mm. So I cannot put that in. So a yeah. lot of times these come in, these come between my schedules and it kind of messes it up. But I need to have content every day. For example, I posted three reels in the past 24 hours. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's not because I posted I'm, three in the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, wow. but I'm able to produce these reels not because I have a quality for them. Let's say number one is I have to post one Apple unboxing. Yeah. yeah. The second one was because my girlfriend posted a video that I was like, let me post the reaction. It doesn't have to be something uh, really high quality, but it has a purpose because people who watch your videos want to see my reaction, what we do mm, after. Yeah. So let me just share it out because that is value to them. They want to see what happens after that. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is what happens. Instead of just posting on a story, I post it on Reels because right. they want to interact with it. They yeah, like it. Yeah. Then this morning, I rush edit this one uh, cinematic video that I did in Korea when I filmed different people because I just wanted to Oh, I, I saw I saw that one. It's hilarious. I was, I was very excited about that video ever since I filmed it and I was like, I just want to get that video out. I just yeah, want to post yeah. it. So I woke up. I was like, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> you should go watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. So, do you, so you're trying your goal now is one reel a day. That, that has been my goal since uh, last year. Wow. So I've been posting one reel every day since wow. uh, a That's year and a, a half ago. a lot of content. Yeah. It is. Come on, Ryan. He can do it. You can One do it One real day. No, yeah. I, I can't, man. I can't. If you ask me, my hey, real is gonna it. be just me looking at my computer screen. One, two, three. <laughs> hey, ju- jumping back about your, uh, jumping back to your uh, cooking videos, the apron one that you were mentioning, and how yeah. you introduce your products. Hey, I'm gonna give you a Mc- Peter McKinnon moment. Why don't you make your own apron? Oh, oh yeah. I, I have. This is the William saying apron. <laughs> And always had, yeah, <laughs> the there's like always had the problem not being able to put whatever ingredients you need in the reach of your apron. Boom! You sound just like it. <laughs> That's exactly how you would say it. That's exactly how you would say it. <laughs> so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make something that you're gonna go crazy. Yeah. And then you bring your apron to the supermarket, and then you show people how you can fit a watermelon, two pineapple, and three grapes inside there. Exactly yeah. what yeah. he <laughs> did with his bag. <laughs> exactly. That, yeah. hey, 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 man, you heard it for if that happens, I take ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> <10%. laughs> hey, uh, I, I saw you in Korea. Uh, and 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 uh, were you were you there on assignment or was it just uh, it was it, it was with AirAsia. Oh, yeah, it was a AirAsia with a Korean Gangwondo tourism. Oh, yeah. and 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 I saw the bus stop that you guys went to mm-hmm. the BT, was BTS, it the BTS bus stop. Yeah, and you found like a letter. What's the context behind that? It was very funny. Um, we all f- took pictures there. There were a lot of people, but one of the AirAsia staff, he was there, and then he's he's called Mac Max, and he like kind of just saw the thing he reached in and then he saw something and he was like he pulled out he hit it because there were a lot of people behind yeah and so like after we were done filming when we were walking back he was like hey guys i found this this thing and then we all went crazy because it was like the newest album from btsv what but but it it looked like a mailbox okay none of us knew what the album looked like so we all thought that it was a mailbox that btsv put in there for us okay for like the fans then we took out we saw like a letter Okay. They were like, oh my God, he's so sweet. He put this to everyone. And then we went to his Instagram. We saw he posted three three of those albums in different colors. And we only we all thought that that's like there are only three of them. And we okay. found one of them. But yeah. that's actually just a three versions of all the album. 
Oh. And so we all went crazy for like an hour. And then like after that, I realized like two days later that, oh, it's just what the album looked like. Everyone had that who bought it. And I, I told the person, he's like, it's okay. That'll be all happy, happy. Thank you. <laughs> you, guys had, like, had the moment, you guys had the moment. Yeah, I was like, oh, should I tell them? Yeah, no, no, no. Just happy everyone. <laughs> it's yeah. like, don't tell them Santa Claus is not real. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It was like that. <laughs> yeah. Have their moment. Like, exactly. Don't, it was don't like spoil that. It Man, that's them. a nice bus stop though. I want to go there now. It was very nice. Oh, sure. A lot. The beach. Was it a lot of people? Like a lot. Insane. So there were a lot of people lining up too. Oh. That's the take picture. Yeah. yeah. So the I think uh, literally viral. But we were very lucky. I think one of the reasons is because uh, me and Celine were the only couple there. So ah. when we went to take pictures, everyone whipped out their phone. We were like, ah, it's so a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Like kiss, kiss. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's like the Abbey. You know, like in 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 London, the Abbey Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's it's reached that level already. Really? Until now. Oh. But everybody always wants a picture that's like, you know, uh, authentic as per what Mm. it was on print. Yeah. Yeah. How how does it feel to to be doing whatever you love doing right now with your loved one? Um I I told her like I think a week ago, I was like, you know, I feel like we're living a life where it's quite impossible for us to imagine back when we were in um university and i want to keep doing it i feel like it's very it's crazy but do not ever take things for granted yes and when i went to the trip i met a lot of different creators creators that i saw before i even created content straight up saw i was like yo i watch your video backpacker tampan um his name is pandu and i was like and there's so many things to learn from him and i realized that the world is so big there's so many more creators and there's so much to learn from these Indonesian creators, also Malaysian creators, that I just want to keep doing it and keep learning more mm-hmm. from them and to improve. And I feel like being in this situation right now, just got to do our best. We just have to keep doing our best when opportunity comes. But not trying to grab as many as possible, but try to fit in in each one and always do the best in each one of them. Not to like get 100, but like do 10 good ones. Are, are you each other's pillars of support when like, okay, in your content creation journey, you've been doing this about like what two years? Two it's two years or three years? Two years. Two years. Two years. Any part of your uh, any entire point where you kind of like, oh man, I'm kind of like lost for what I'm gonna do, block out like burnout or yeah. you, have you have you gone through that? Um, I feel like ever since I blew up, I don't have the right to be stressed. Oh. Um, even if I get stressed, I don't want to share it. Okay. Um, but I do tell my girlfriend because um. I do share with her like uh, it's getting quite difficult. Um, I don't know. It's not growing. Um, it's I can't control. But I always complain about things that I cannot control. But I don't focus on it. So I would just mm. say it out and then the next day I forget about it and just keep focusing on what mm. I can do. Oh. But um, there are times when I, I just want to just say something and then she would be like remind me that you know you're doing already really good. You're already doing so well. Just yeah. just don't care about that. You know you're good enough. You're you're really great already. A lot like you're and then when I think about it I was like yeah I mean Compared to a year ago, I'm living a life that I thought I would be living when I'm 29. And not, maybe not even possible when I yeah, started yeah. content creation. Yeah. Yeah. My dream was to make content creation a living. That was when I quit my job, told my boss, you know what, I want to quit. And they're all like, are you sure? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I always hate that. I remember when I left radio. I was like, uh, you sure? I was like, mm-hmm. uh, this straight away, I'm like, uh... Uh, I, I'm not, but um, I was until you asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel to be honest, if you knew, or I always trust your gut feeling, lah. I'm sure a lot of people told you that, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, your gut feelings actually, your gut feelings actually your happiness telling you that hey yeah. man you need to be happy. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Allow yeah. yourself to be happy. Yeah, that's your gut feeling. So yeah, congratulations, man. Thank you. Do you do you have a team with, working with you right now, or are you just still solo? I'm still solo. Oh man. Wow. To be honest, I'm still solo. Solo um, and one reel a day. Yeah. Yo, uh, that that's. I crazy. have to. I just. It's very tiring. I can't find someone who edits the same way. Yeah. I think that's the most difficult part. Ooh. Yeah. And there are things where I don't need them to edit too. Okay. Like actually, I just need two hours of my day to do it. So I don't need to hire you to do something that I can do a lot. But I think as I move on, I'll start pursuing more into YouTube. Yep. Mm. That's when I will need to hire a bigger team. And yeah. I'm planning yeah. that to be um, late this year or next year. Okay. I feel like uh, you uh, the f going back to the notion of I can't find anyone who edits like me. Based on experience, uh, <laughs> uh, you're not going to find anyone who's going to edit like you. Yeah. That's the reality of it. But you'll be you will be able to find people who are willing to learn from you, and you have to already understand that these people are gonna take your teachings and then develop their own style and bring it to greater heights. Or I think another way you can think about it is don't find someone who's tr who edits like you. Find someone who edits better than you. Yeah. Then then you're bringing added value into your video as well. If That's why I want to look yeah. for. If it's one thing I learned uh, from doing YouTube and growing my team or a business, uh, I always hire people who are better than me. Yeah. No, I, honestly, it's true. Though. Like, we yeah. always try to find people who are better than us. I was like, oh shit, this guy damn good. Huh? Yeah, let's go with him. Or then we chewy chewy learn. Not chewy chewy learn, mm. but like, yeah. you know, you can try to like learn some yeah. stuff off this guy. And yeah. who knows? They can learn things from you as well, you know. Learning goes both ways. I I openly say this to all of my my teammates. Uh, I tell them, like, look, man, uh, I'm stupider than you. The reason why I hired you is because I see that you could do something smarter than me. <laughs> You're way smarter than me. So don't come to me and ask me how to solve problems. Mm. Okay. The only thing I can do is pay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it involves money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like there are certain things I can kind of make decisions off based on gut feelings and experience, but in terms of the technicalities and stuff like that, they're all better than me. And if they're not better than me, then 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 I wish that they can be one day. Mm. That they need to find themselves to kind of, yeah. Because everybody, like, you know, I grew up with the uh, thinking of like, hey, always listen to your boss because your boss knows most, you know? Yeah, well, yes, I do agree. But for me, it's, I kind of feel that uh, the younger generation are always solving problems faster, uh, making greater pieces of content. You know what I mean, and and the thing is, we 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 don't give credit enough to the younger generation that comes out as content creators or engineers or yeah. whatever lah. There are certain yeah. things. There are certain things uh, that are yes, with experience you are better, like yeah. a surgeon or an engineer mm. or a mathematician or Oppenheimer. Uh, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but there are some things that uh, are just inborn. Like you come out, you're a genius, but you're just not given the opportunity to shine. Mm. So yeah, think think about that. I just hire someone who's better than you, and don't think of the, like, oh my god, he's better than me. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. the f I, the fact that uh, for me is what I feel really grateful for is, despite of this person, uh, being so overly betterly skilled than I am, they chose to work in my company, and for me it's like, oh thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. for working this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, don't 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 leave. Don't, 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 don't worry. <laughs> Don't are you leave. sure? Are you sure? Are you sure you want to join my <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's the same thing. I always are you sure you want to join my are company? You sure? Yeah, I still remember there's this one guy who joined my company and later on we found out that he owns a Pakwa Empire. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you working for me? He's like, 
because I want to learn, you know? Wow. Yeah. And I was like, you can't learn anything from me. It's like, wow. you know, and, and he's better in terms of like skill set and doing VFX and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's just how it is. But I, I'm not going to, you, you, you'll know. Mm, yeah. You're only 23, damn it. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. Every time I thought about this, I think. If he makes me feel, oh, I can't imagine how you feel, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to ask you to guess how old I am. I was just going to be like, no, uh, no, 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 no. It's like, I got two kids, go figure. <laughs> yeah. You see, all this is all natural, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, uh, you know, I know we're, we're pressed for time. I, I know you're a busy guy. And uh, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show. Thank I hope you. this won't be the uh, first and last time. We'd love to have you back on the show to talk about other things next time. You can bring your AA7C too. Or you can bring your girlfriend, actually. Oh, I would <laughs> love to. I would love to. I mean, yeah. this is my fir- first podcast, actually, and it's, like, really fun. Oh, it's your first podcast? Yeah, my first one. I'm so, so like, when honored. You guys, when you guys were playing that audio in the beginning, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to look, cool. look at the camera right now. It's like, hey, this is William Singh's first podcast. And he chose <laughs> Mama Sessions, okay? Mama Sessions. Yes, that's right. Thank you very Subscribe. much. Subscribe. Yeah. I, I, you want to... I think, I think, like, uh, uh, to the general public uh, or the people listening, I think any, any, any parting words that you kind of want to say to them, and I think I'll steer you this direction. Like, you came from someone who came from a very... I won't say strict upbringing, but... And then I'll say very... You went to something not knowing what you wanted to do, but uh, you you were inspired by your girlfriend, and all of a sudden you're in a journey to self embetterment day on day, year on year. What do you want to say to people out there if they kind of want to follow your footsteps, not only necessarily as a content creator, but in anything they do that journey? Such a loaded question. I don't even I didn't mm. even understand my mm. own question, but you get the picture. I, I get it. <laughs> <coughs> I get it. Um. For me, I think for everyone, I think it's really important to always try to be better. Mm. Always try to improve from what you do before. That's why I started um, in the beginning. I was like, I got to improve to impress my girlfriend. <laughs> I got to improve to impress the client. I got to improve to impress myself so that when I go back and watch my content, I'm like, I improved. I'm better. Because as long as you're improving, you're going to get to somewhere. Don't be worried about, you know, you're not able to do this. As long as you have the value, as long as you improve yourself people are gonna come look for you you're gonna you're gonna get the opportunities and you're gonna feel better you're gonna live a much better life because you're improving your value yourself so i think in no matter what you do whatever job if you're still a high school student or like uh college you don't know what to do just try to find something to improve at Mm. whatever that is and i think in the end you're gonna get somewhere yeah so two to three years ago you hated the camera yes what about now I cannot live without it. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well yeah. done, well That's done. That's what Sony wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you considered Fuji? Uh, uh, what about the red camera or the Ari? Yeah, LF, let's go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry, guys. It's not about the equipment again. It's about, it's about the, the content. It's about the content. It's about the story. William, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having thank me. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, remember, you can stream us on Spotify. Where else, right? Come on. You can stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, find us on Instagram there's no, there's no excuse to oh I got no data to stream okay yeah. stream us on the way to work uh, engage with us on Spotify apparently it's a comment section no, if no data you go home download the, spot, the episode on Spotify <laughs> just go to Off-line freaking <laughs> Starbucks' <laughs> Wi-Fi yeah. and use it to download our podcast <laughs> thank you William today's uh, episode is really inspiring thank you so much for kind of like Thanks you know also reminding ourselves or myself included or like you know when 
it's all about improving yourself, not about improving people's ability, yeah. like people's perception of you improving yourself. And that's really a, a great lesson. So thank you so much. Thank and we hope you guys have learned something. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Au revoir.